Hello and welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm Rose McKell, and today we're talking about disconnection. Hi friends, what's up? Welcome to the podcast today. How you guys doing? I have had the fun pleasure of getting to coach a few clients this week on connection. And so it's been on my mind a lot is feeling disconnected from your partner. So I wanted to talk to you guys about this today. And I want you to think, what do you imagine connection looking like? Is it talking all hours of the night? Laughing constantly? Having these super deep, meaningful conversations? Is it this overwhelming feeling? And what are you looking to use connection to prove? Is it to prove you're in the right relationship? That your partner really does love you? What are you wanting to use connection to prove? And when you are in this mode of looking for connection, how does it affect the way you are showing up in the relationship? When you are trying to frantically fix it. So for example, one of the things I noticed early on in my relationship with my husband, whenever I felt like we weren't really connected, is I would try to force conversation instantly with him. (laughs) And it would go something along the lines of us being there, not talking, and me asking the same question again and again. (laughs) Um, Like, what's on your mind? What you thinking? Or if my anxiety escalated enough, it'd be to the point of demanding and saying, we're not talking. We should be talking about something. And in case you guys couldn't tell, (laughs) that is not a recipe for a very deep, meaningful conversation. If anything, what it ended up equating to was uh, more frustration on his end, anxiety, even more on mine, and disconnection between the two of us. And often when we're looking to create connection with our partner, when we are in an anxiety mode, we are doing it from a place of scarcity. We are feeling like there's not enough connection. We need to have more of it. No matter how much connection there is, we're never satisfied with it. And we want to create more. And we cannot create connection from this place of scarcity. We can't. Frantically freaking out about it, trying to urgently fix, trying to start conversations out of thin air in your anxiety, and trying to maybe be extra affectionate with your partner doesn't create connection. Often what it tends to create is the opposite. We tend to feel even more disconnected after demanding a conversation or trying to physically 
be more connected to our partner. So if you have been operating from this place of I'm not, we're not connected enough and trying to hurry and fix it, chances are you've actually been perpetuating and creating even more of this disconnection. Now, I think it's really interesting is to ask yourself why disconnection is such a problem. I think part of it stems from we have a lot of beliefs about how romantic relationships are supposed to look and that there has to be this overwhelming sense of connection all the time. Again, seeing the chick flicks where they're staying up all night laughing and talking and granted, we're seeing little bits and clips of a relationship and they're not filming 24-7 of someone's day and it's all made up anyways. (laughs) But they're showing us the parts that seem the most interesting and intriguing and they're cutting all the boring everyday aspects of a relationship that you are now experiencing as a human. And so we put our expectations on ourselves that it needs to look like the highlight reel that we're seeing in a movie or on Instagram or moments of being with another couple. And it's interesting because I even notice as we prepare for having our first baby is the expectation I have put on myself of, you know, hearing women say things of, I just felt so connected to my baby instantly. And it was so interesting to notice my brain having the same kind of thought pattern about my relationship with my child as to my husband when we were dating and first married of, really expecting to feel connection to my baby, that I need to feel it instantly in the moment she is born. And I had some friends slash some people on social media that I follow that opened up about actually feeling like really disconnected from their child at first and feeling like they kind of had this, like that there was like this little stranger that they were getting to know and almost that felt like they were babysitting. And it was the most freeing thing to recognize like, hey, if that's my experience, that is okay. I do not have to feel one set way that I'm allowed to feel disconnection or to feel like my child's a stranger. Like, that's okay. Giving myself permission to not fit in and match that narrative that we hear so much has really been such a freeing thing and allowed me to really just enjoy this process more and not be so nervous about meeting her because I'm not requiring it to match other people's and feel the way I've been told it's supposed to feel and making room to experience whatever my experience is. And a lot of times the reason we're forcing connection doesn't work is because forcing connection with our partner, rejecting our disconnection, is disconnecting from ourselves. (laughs) And I know that sounds confusing, so I'll explain. If you've been saying, I'm not allowed to feel disconnected, I should just be feeling connected to him all the time. 
24-7. And your actual experience is you are feeling disconnection that's coming up for you. And you're trying to hurry and fix that. What you are signaling and saying to yourself is that's not okay to feel that way. You're shoving that down and you are disconnecting from you. You are disconnecting from your experience. If your experience is disconnection and you're saying, no, I can't feel that, you're disconnecting from your disconnection. (laughs) You aren't connected to yourself and what's going on for you. And so from that disconnected place with yourself, you're trying to force connection with your partner. And that does not work. You cannot create connection to your partner from a place of rejecting and disconnecting with you. So if we want connection, we have to start with being okay with where you're at. We have to start with not rejecting you and your experience of disconnection. Giving yourself and the relationship room to feel that. So just like, you know, I'm saying when I meet my child is being okay with, I might feel disconnected from her and I have to make room for that because that is allowing me to connect with me first and wherever I'm at rather than rejecting myself to fit this molder experience. Connect with yourself and allow yourself to have whatever experience you're having, even if those are negative emotions that you thought you wouldn't experience. And that is so essential, is we have to be able to meet ourselves where we're at, be able to connect with ourselves first. And I think a lot of times that's what we're really wanting deep down is we are wanting to be seen. We're wanting to have our different feelings and emotions and thoughts recognized. But we're so busy trying to shove that out by forcing connection with our partner. And so if you want more connection in your relationship, you have to start with that capacity to create connection with yourself. To be able to be alone and one-on-one with yourself. And maybe take yourself on a date. Notice the times that you're looking to escape your own emotions and your own brain and being on a screen. <laughs> 100% guilty of that. And can you pause and check in with yourself? Notice like, what is going on for you right now? How are you doing? And not freaking out and spiraling with yourself, but genuinely, can you be there for yourself like you would with a friend? And practice creating connection with yourself. And then allowing for your relationship to have contrast. Rather than demanding that it's connection all the time, is allowing for the disconnect. Allowing for that feeling to ebb and flow. Knowing that if you felt connection to your partner all the time, you actually wouldn't feel it 
at all. You wouldn't appreciate it. It wouldn't mean anything. We need that sense of disconnection and separation from them in order to appreciate those moments of connection. And we use this all the time like with our friends and family where we're okay with feeling, having some conversations or moments with our friends or family where they're just kind of eh or we're not connecting as much. And we don't freak out and make it mean anything. It's just kind of the natural ebb and flow of a relationship. Sometimes we don't spend as much time with them. Sometimes we don't talk as much. Sometimes we feel a little bit off or irritated or annoyed with them. But we don't make it mean or we have the wrong friend. It's just, oh, that was a moment, right, with them where we didn't feel as connected and it's okay. And can that be true in your relationship? Can we give our relationship that same grace that we give to a friend? And then the last piece is, can we redefine connection? A lot of times when we are very set on experiencing connection, we're very focused on it and trying to use it to prove something about our relationship, we have a lot of rigidity to it, which is it. It has to look a certain way. Connection needs to be us talking all hours of the night. It needs to be us always going on this walk. It needs to happen right here, right now. (laughs) And connection is something we have to allow room for to ebb and flow. And so it requires being able to expand and open up your definition of what connection can look like and how it can be created. That sometimes connection can be just watching a show together or quietly doing a puzzle together. That's been something my husband and I have been doing. Or even one thing I'm thinking of is my husband's been working. He loves woodworking and that's something he does. And I think I in my mind have limited like, okay, connection has to be us spending time sitting down, talking together or doing these things that I like to do. But then realizing is like connection could literally be me sitting there with him while he's working on a project and I can be reading a book I love. And it could just be that being together, even without a conversation. I, I think it blows my mind when you think about, again, how women talk about feeling so connected to their children. Or even if you're not a baby person, is pets. People feel so connected to their pets. And think about the conversations that are happening with pets. <laughs> It's totally one-sided. If the, if that, if you talk to your pet, you're you're the one talking to your pet. You're the one talking to your baby. There's no conversation coming back to you. Right? There's no long, deep, meaningful conversation. There is no um <laughs> laughing at least on their end, right? With the baby or the dog or whatever. But yet people feel so connected to their babies and to their pets. 
So that just shows us connection does not have to look like the way you initially imagined it. It doesn't have to look like constant talking. It doesn't have to look like what you've seen in the movies. Because we're able to experience feeling connection without that two-way deep conversation with a baby or an animal. We're able to create it through different ways. We find other ways of with our dog, it's going on a walk or petting them or just like talking about how cute they are to our friends, right? That's what we do a lot of times with our dogs or babies is we just have a picture and we stare at them and we say, they're so cute. (laughs) And so can you expand how connection can happen for you guys? How you can feel that? Does it, maybe it does not have to be this rigid thing you were thinking because we've experienced connection in other ways. That maybe connection could simply be, you know, some people really knowing their pet or child and being able to read their cues and knowing, oh, they're hungry right now or they want to go outside. And it's like, I get you. I understand you. That can that be your connection with your partner of getting or understanding them? That maybe it's knowing when your partner gets home from a long day, like they need that time to decompress and just chill and play guitar. And rather than forcing them to have this deep, meaningful conversation right when they get home that they aren't in the headspace to have is knowing like, I get you. You need to decompress. You need to unwind right now. And giving them that space. And that is connecting with them genuinely. Because that's where they're at. And it's understanding them and what's going on for them rather than trying to force them and you to be this couple you think you're supposed to be. And opening up to those moments where your partner wants to open up. This is something that has been so crazy to me that I've learned is a lot of times I would want to force when I say right here, right now is the time my husband needs to open up and share something deep and emotional and vulnerable with me, which naturally for him, if he's in a headspace of wanting to unwind or chill, doesn't feel natural or organic to him. But there are moments where maybe I'm not in the headspace of wanting to connect. Then maybe he has something that has been on his mind he wants to share. And can I prioritize that? Can I be willing to pause from whatever thing I'm doing, from whatever stuff my head's caught up in, to make space for those moments where maybe they're not as frequent, but where he is wanting to open up and share something that's on his heart and mind? Can I allow those uh, moments to come up organically, not force them, let them come up when they do, and can I be open to receiving them when they're there? And I think that is so key. So often we're trying to force it to look a certain way versus letting those conversations come when they do and being open to receiving them. And also being okay with all the space where that's not what's happening. And can you create that connection in a new way? Maybe again, being together, doing your own hobbies that you enjoy. Being able to understand and know what your partner needs in a certain moment. Being able 
to genuinely understand what's going on for you. So when you find yourself caught up in disconnection and trying to fix it, is can you allow for that? Can you make room for that disconnection in your relationship and not judge or freak out about it? Can you then create that connection within yourself? Are you able to spend time with and understand and get to know you? And can you be open to redefining connection and the ways that it can come in your relationship? All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. You have a beautiful weekend. We'll talk next week. Bye.